Sharice Johnson Moore. And today we are having this at Authors Excerpt Sunday, okay? Authors Excerpt Sunday. I want to talk about this book behind me. This, this is my book. And I just wanted to let you know that it is available. Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, Goodreads is also in paperback and ebook form. Okay. So, and you also can get it on my website at www.shreesandjohnsonmore.com. Okay. I have been using Reachstream all day. So I want to let you know that Hey, welcome to my broadcast. How are y'all doing today? I hope you enjoy this broadcast. Okay, so when, when I decided to write this book, when I decided to write this book, I wanted to write it because I wanted to help somebody else. I wrote this book. The name of the book is entitled Coming and Loving Yourself. And it's by me, Sharice Johnson Moore. And I wanted to write this book to help other young ladies and men and maybe, you know, and 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 young children and young young teenagers and help them understand that no matter what they've been through, no matter what they've been through, I've been through a lot in this book, okay? And when I tell you this, my story, my story is a place of being lost. I was lost. I was like out there doing all kind of stuff. And when I decided to write this book, it had it had um how could I say this? It had been a time in my life where my loved ones were passing away on me, passing away, going, you know, going to be the, going to be with the Heavenly Father. <clears throat> and Due to their deaths, it it kind of gave me a wake up call because the first person that passed was my grandmother. Grandmother, my grandmother raised me from a child, and I've been with her all my life. And the thing is, during that life, during that lifespan, that I dealt with abandonment, I dealt with self doubt. I dealt with insecurities. I dealt with the, the, the thoughts of why didn't my parents want me. Um, I dealt with a lot of issues. I dealt with a lot of self self issues. And the thing is, is that when you, how can I say this, have these doubts growing up, when you have these doubts growing up, you don't know who you can uh, really get to talk to really have a meaning meaningful you know existence with outside of the parameters of your parents and um you know and the thing is that sometimes we take those self doubts into our adulthood and we take our pain into our adulthood we take our anxiety of what we didn't get in our childhood into our adulthood and the thing is, is that death can be 
we can look at it as a, a positive or a negative. Depends on how you look at it. And my grandmother passed November 2011. Okay, I didn't have, I didn't, I didn't, I was, I was like, okay, Lord, what should I do? What should I do with the rest of my life now? I don't have her in my life. And because she was my everything. And after she passed, I decided to do something else with my life. Okay? Decided to do something else totally different. And in the book, I speak about that. And and during that time, it was like a wake-up call. It's like a wake-up. You know, have you ever ever had this tremendous, like, light bulb moment go off? And before she died, she was placed in hospice. And I I took care of her during that time of her hospice for the two weeks we had left, the two weeks that she... Um, was with me till she passed. And the thing was, it was like, okay, what should I do now that she's gone? You know, and she, my grandmother was my father, is, is my father's mother. Okay. So I'm being raised by my father's mother and his dad. And the thing is, is that sometimes in life we get to this point where when we lose that love and we don't know which way to go. But during those two weeks of taking care of her, um, you know, you, you you know, during those two weeks, it woke me up to a new way of living, a new way of understanding that God did not place me there for no reason. He placed me there for a reason. And that was how to learn to take care of other sick individuals. So I had this cousin and my cousin, I called her over, you know, I didn't, you know, I didn't know, I, you know, didn't know what to do in that process. She's a CNA. So in that process of taking care of her for those two weeks, my cousin came over and taught me how to take care of her, how to bathe her, how to give her medicine, how to, uh, you know, keep her spirits up. And even though um, they say in that two, in that, that period of hospice, it's a time of them really shutting down. Things shut down slowly in a in a time of passing. It, it shuts down, body shuts down, and that um, my grandmother had had a heart attack, so that's how she ended up on hospice. And so the thing was, I said, I want, I'm gonna go ahead and take care of her. You know, um, before before this happened in my life, I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. I just was doing all kind of stuff. You know, I had a job and. And, you know, working in the fire watch and, and working in the shipyard and things like that and trying to find other jobs to do, working at Piccadilly's, things like that, okay? And during that time, I was just that time before she, you know, time before she packed or time before she had her heart attack, I was just doing whatever, you know, trying to, trying to on survive mode, doing whatever I could to survive. And so her her purpose in that two weeks where God spoke, God taught me a lesson. God taught me, okay, take care, learn how to take care of other sick individuals. So my grandmother passes, okay, 
that's a time of like, okay, Lord, what should I do? She's not, she's not here with me right now. She's not here. She's not, she's not with me anymore. Okay, so in this book, I speak about abandonment issues. I speak about not feeling loved enough, not feeling cared enough about as a child, the fears that why my parents did not want me. In this book, I talk about arrangement of topics, arrangement of topics um, from uh, child abuse to, you know, just a, a range of topics. I've dealt with a lot of stuff in my life and I was carrying that pain around and I, and I, um, I was in my teens and I did not want to, um, I just kind of gave up on life because it was like in my teens, I kind of went through this thing of um, being promiscuous and, and thinking everybody wanted me because I was pretty. Oh, you look so nice and this, that, and the other. And I kind of believed them. So the thing is, is that during this course of this, this life, I tell you about the story. But the changing moment is, like I said, my grandmother had a heart attack, take care of her. And then she passes. Then it gets to the point where, I turn around, and maybe three years later, my father passes, and he passes away from a heart attack at his home, and I was informed, and that kind of like, like, wow, like, how much can I take? How much can I take in that time frame of being... That I'm losing these people. I'm losing these people. I'm losing these people. <clears throat> I'm losing them. And then <clears throat> I do, how can I say it? I'm I'm doing this. I'm 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 like I'm I'm you know so in the time in the time frame my grandmother passed and my father passed, I decided to get my decided to go to nursing school, get myself together take my CNAs, go to class, do everything, and then I got a job as a living caregiver. During that time, um, my father passes while I'm at doing this, this living caregiver job, so he passes away. Go to his funeral. Okay, all right. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. And the thing is, it's like, what else can you throw at me, Lord? What else can you throw at me? At the time, I was living in Virginia. So then I decided, okay, I, since I got this degree and my father passes, I decided to like, okay, I work for these people, work for them for about a year, and I decided I want to move back to Uniontown, Pennsylvania. So I moved back January 2015, and soon as I get to Uniontown, Pennsylvania, I get this call from my sister in Detroit. My, about my mother. And my mother, me and her talked and everything, and, and she had told me that she had cancer. My mother had been diagnosed with cancer. And I had just found out, like, maybe, like, five months, like, five months before I moved back to, five months before I moved back to Uniontown, Pennsylvania. And the thing is, is that as soon as I get back here, I get this call talking about, yeah, um, we just want to let you know that, um, Mama's gone. I said, wait a minute, Lord. Okay, like, like, really, like, you can't be just throwing these at me like this, you know. 
And when I got that news and I got off the phone with my mom, I mean, got off the phone with my sister, <clears throat> it did something to my spirit. Have you ever had been, been crushed? Have you ever had this crushing feeling, this crushing moment in your life where you feel like, oh my God, like, like, like what, what, what else is going on here? Like, like I can't just, I can't deal. I can't fathom. I can't, I can't, I can't go through all those things that is going on in my life. Hello. Hello. Hi. How are you doing? Hello. 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 Hi. Ty. Tanisha. Tanisha Blues. How you doing? How you doing? Hi. Thank you for coming into my broadcast. And, and the thing is that, the thing is, is that when you go through these crushing moments, God has an awakening for you at the end of the crushing. And so I went to my mom's funeral in Detroit, Michigan. Me and my sisters, we all were there, my brothers and everything on my mom's side, and nieces and nephews and things. And that's when, when I seen my mom laying in the casket, it was like a rush of emotions, a rush of letting all these emotions, letting all these emotions go, letting all these emotions just just come out. And and I couldn't even really like I could say this. I couldn't even really walk to the. I I really couldn't. I had to pause for a minute before I saw her in the cast. You know how you get the preview. They done done the body all up and everything, and. During that time, I just let it all hang out. Have you ever had a moment where you just let it all hang out, regardless of what's going on, regardless of if anybody's watching, regardless of you don't care whose opinion says what, 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 when, how. You really don't care. You got this I don't care moment, and it's really like these are my emotions, and I'm gonna let them go, and I'm gonna deal with my dealing with what I'm dealing with. Okay, so we have our funeral, we talk, me and my sisters and them, we talk and everything, whatnot. And and it's it's funny how when things when people have when you have these deaths in your in your life, you have a moment of clarity. And the moment of clarity is that sometimes <clears throat> God is trying to tell you something. God's trying to tell you something in that moment that he wants you to either conquer. He wants you to get over your fears. He wants you to conquer your fears. He wants you to conquer your emotions. He wants you to conquer your mindset. He wants you to conquer a lot of things that you didn't really want to face about yourself. Sometimes that's how death death sometimes does that to some people. You have a moment of grief. You have a moment of, oh, I wish I had done things different. Lord, can you just trade places? I, I did that with my grandmother when she passed. And Lord, you know, um, you know, if you just give me, one, you know, one more chance for her, and, and you know, and, and I do things different. And, and like I said, after my grandma passed, me and my father really started getting close because my father wasn't really there for me in my life until later on, like in my teen years. But the thing is, is that there's so many things that go through your mind, like, okay, after a grandma passed, and then my dad's there, and then it's like, okay, maybe I could do things different my dad. Me and him start talking, and as soon as we get close, here he go. He passed away. But 
then you then my mom it's like I just talked to her. It's like I just talked to her. I start talking to her more and more and more. And I realized she had some surgery on her throat and stuff like that because she had her cancer in her throat and had metastasized to her brain. And <clears throat> it made me cry. It made me like, oh, I wish I had more time. And, and you know, and like I said, these three deaths changed my life. So when I got back to Uniontown after my mom's funeral, I turned around and started writing this book. Started writing this book. And this book, I had to free myself. That's what was, that was the moment of clarity. I had to free myself. And sometimes we do things that we, we're trying to hide the pain. We're trying to hide the stuff that we used to do. We're trying to hide, we're trying to, we, we want to reinvent ourselves, which I went into a metamorphosis of that uh, after my mom died. I mean, after, after those three deaths, I had a whole moment of clarity. I said, well, at first, I said, I'm write this book, and and <clears throat> I'm going to make a living off my book. Okay, It was about money at first when I wrote this book. And God spoke to me one day and said, no, it's not about the money. It's about the things that you can share to save somebody else's life when you share your story. And share your story, I do. Because... You don't know what kind of pain people are carrying around the luggage that they carry. I had a whole suitcase. I had a whole set, okay? I had a whole set of luggage that I was carrying around with me about the issues I had been through in my life. And I and, and it was like just like a, I want to free. It was a free your mind moment. It was a free your mind when I finally got this book finished. I finally finished writing. Finally spread copyright. I finally did all the things that I had to do to get this book printed. And the thing was, I looked at myself and I said, "Ooh, I've accomplished something good." You know, have you have you ever have you ever been in a place where that you know <clears throat> that you're so busy doing stupid stuff, and then you try something good and you really don't think it's good, you really don't think it's positive, you really don't think you will get. Uh, validation for other people. But my thing is, I had to learn during this process, it's not about the validation. Validation does not count. I, 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 you know, I had to come to that, had to come to that conclusion, not about being validated by anybody. It is about uh, 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 seeing my own self-worth, seeing I can accomplish these things. I, 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 I want to accomplish these things. So, and this this thought came to my head one day. I said, it would be nice if I started a group. And I do have a private group. I do have a private group. If you'd like to join my private group, it's called Coming and Loving Yourself. It is a group where we talk about issues <clears throat> that is shared in the group. It's private. You know, whatever we say in the group is private. There's no repeating, no gossiping no you know that's the requirements of my group come and love yourself we talk about all the topics uh that some people don't want to talk about out loud but they can talk about in a group setting that is private so i do have that group it's, it's entitled come and love yourself it's on facebook and if you would like to join please join us and it makes it frees your mind sometimes we need an outlet 
Sometimes we need we might need a therapist. Sometimes we meet, we might need certain we might need our clergy. We might need uh, our pastors, our prophetess, our apostles. We sit down and we talk to them. And when you sit down and talk with people, you find out if they can keep their mouth closed. Okay. So that 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 was an issue that why I wasn't sharing any of my stuff with folks because I've had that done to me where I share stuff with people and they go off and tell everybody else. Okay. But anyway, I digress. This book, if get it for your daughters, get it for your sons. I had a male friend of mine read this book. A male friend of mine ordered this book. And he was telling me about how now, since he's read this book, that his that his significant other had been through the same thing that I had been through in my life. And now he says he has a better understanding of what his wife, why his wife acts the way she acts when she acts like that. Okay. This book will give you clarity. It, it, it could open your eyes to so many things of why people act the way they do and what they do, what they do, when they do it. Okay. Because your upbringing has a lot to do with how you do in your adult life. And um, one one topic I'm going to get on and one topic I'm going to talk about is not having a father figure in my life. This is for any man or any woman. When we don't have our fathers in our lives, men, I'm telling y'all something, that does something to us. We don't have any, we, we are not going to have any inclination or what kind of man we supposed to be looking for if we don't have fathers in our lives. We don't have fathers. They're not participating. They're not, they, it's not about money. It's about being in the person's life. Let's, let's get that straight. Let's get, yeah, you know, you, you know, everybody want to talk about child support. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about actually being in a person's life, actually participating, participating in their life, okay, go to the plays, go to the school plays, go help them with the homework, take them to the sports events, spend some time with them, take them out, talk to them, sit down, have a conversation, you know, with, with your children at a, sometimes we, even, even, even me, I've had to learn this, okay, because what I learned in my childhood, I passed down to my children, okay, and what I passed down to my children was, I did them like my parents did me. I was not a good mother. But I decided after these deaths, I wanted to do something different in my life. I said, okay, it's time for me to get myself straight. I had to go and ask for forgiveness for my kids. I had to go and ask for, you know, I had to go and, and do a lot of different things in my life. And and when you when you come across that, you know, that you want to do something. Well, okay, look, I know my parents treated me like that. So, you know, um, you know, sometimes we, like I said, pass that down to our children. Well, we're not in their lives. We're not active. We're not doing anything with them. We come, we go, you know, and that was, that was something I had to straighten out on a personal basis between me and my kids. My thing is when we don't have fathers in our lives as women, we do not have the inclination of how a man, how we're supposed to be approached by a man, how we're supposed to be approached by a young man of our age. Because fathers are there to teach us about boys, 
about what to do, what not to do, um, you know, how to, you know, um, how to interact with other young men, um, how we're supposed to interact um, with other people around us, and they're supposed to be our teachers. So, the thing is, and mothers, when you're not in a young girl's life, we going to go get, I'm going to talk about mothers now. When you don't, when you're a mother and you're not in your child's life, you're not teaching them how, you're, the boys, from the boys aspect, you're not teaching them how to deal with women. You're not teaching them how to deal with women, how to interact with women, how to interact with young ladies. We're not teaching them that. And when it comes to the girls, we're not teaching them how to be young ladies. We're not teaching them, okay, young ladies will be nice, pretty, and get an education. Cause my grand, my, I had that interaction with my granddaddy. He he always was a, a advocate for education, but I didn't heed the warning. So, but now I understand because I'm older. Um, when we have those young ladies, you know, we got to teach them how to present themselves and be ladies and be cordial and be presentable. And you know, it's just that way. Is that's that's that role of the mother. Role of the mother is to to come in and teach. Our, we're supposed to teach the children how to interact with other kids, and we're supposed to, you know, parents, parents. We're gonna just say the parents. Parents are supposed to teach our kids how to interact with one another and other kids in the, in their neighborhood. Or how to how to just go through life. How to how to how to interact. How to how to become somebody. You have to teach them by your examples, and sometimes our examples are not good. You know, sometimes examples are good, sometimes they're not, and sometimes God gives you second chances to get these things right. So, I'm going to read Okay. I'm going to read I, I used to be married I'm going to just go into this story. I used to be married. Okay, this is another look. This, this, I talk about my marriage in this book. I used to be married before. And the thing is, is that that's a topic in itself. Okay, that's a relationship topic. And I think I'm going to talk about that tonight on our Think About It. Think About It Sunday episode, Relationships. And, I'm, you know, so... Y'all, y'all see me later on tonight, maybe about nine o'clock for that segment. But think about it Sunday, and that topic will be relationships. So, I want you to go out Amazon, Goodreads, Barnes and Nobles, paperback ebook available in both forms, and you can get it on my website. The book is twelve dollars and fifty cents. Okay, twelve dollars and fifty cents. Across all platforms, okay? And I know everybody's on a budget, okay? People on a budget. So I'm doing this promotional for the next six months for $12.50 for this book. And when you come to my website, you can get the ebook for a dollar. That's right, I said it a dollar, one dollar, one dollar ebook for a dollar, okay? So I think that's really, you know, I know we're on a budget. Yeah, everybody's on a budget that, you know, that'll be a six-month promotional. Now, I also want to let you know, this CD here, this CD here is 
a giveaway to a lucky winner. Whenever you come in, I pick a lucky winner to receive this CD by my best, by my best pastor and friend, Pastor Derek Times out of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Okay. And I wanted to also support him because he has been my inspiration. He's been my 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 go-to person of keeping my eyes open and never shutting the door, never, never, never shut a door where God has opened. And I wanted to just let you know this CD is a gospel CD. It is entitled We Shall Overcome. And I wanted to let you know that it is a giveaway to a lucky viewer in my live feed, my live broadcast, all across all my platforms, across all my uh, programs, Morning Word and Worship, Let's Talk Sunday, uh, Think About a Sunday, and Authors Excerpt Sunday. So I wanted to let you know, I will be picking a lucky winner to receive out of each of my each broadcast I do a lucky winner to receive this CD. Yes, it is a powerful CD and I I'm gonna come on tomorrow and let you have a taste of what this CD has on it. It is entitled We Shall Overcome Someday. Pastor Derek is a is a is a is a brilliant composer. A brilliant composer a brilliant um, source of inspiration, and he is active in a lot of activities in Pittsburgh. He is, um, you know, and his, him and his mother have a church, a church in Clariton and called Living Waters Ministry, and her name is Bishop Thelma Mitchell out of, Clar- out of Clariton, Pennsylvania, and they have a program that is set up. Um, they do their live programs. They do their live live church on live feed. Okay, Pastor Derek and him and his mother and Sister May and some other members uh, have the church have the church. They have church on Facebook. Okay, so if you ever ever get on Facebook, look up Derek Times or Bishop Thelma Mitchell. And you could catch the live feed on Facebook for church, for Living Waters, Living Waters, Living Waters Ministry. Okay, like I said, this is a giveaway. It's a giveaway, a CD giveaway for one of my lucky viewers in the broadcast. So I will contact you personally. You, you know, contact you personally, and I will get your information. And the lucky viewer will receive this CD in the mail. Okay, for for coming in the broadcast. So you want to spread the word, everybody, that I'm having a giveaway. Okay, I love y'all, and I want you to have a blessed evening and get your book today. Sharice Johnson Moore, coming to loving yourself, and we'll talk. We'll talk again next Sunday. I love you, and y'all have a blessed evening. Bye, babies. Hello everyone, and this is Sharice Johnson Moore. 
and I have an offer for all the entrepreneurial spirits out there. If you would like to advertise your business on my podcast, I have several slots open. So you can get in contact with me through my email address, which is I am Sharice at ShariceNJohnsonMoore.com. And you can reach out to me through my Facebook page, which is Sharice Johnson Moore 2. And you can reach out to me through my um through my other other avenues of contact, which is WhatsApp. WhatsApp. Thank you, and I will be glad to have you as a sponsor for my program. Thank you, and have a blessed day.